Hey, I'm Veronica Taylor. I'm here with you, Alex. That's We're right. at That's Ranger right. Stop and Pop in Atlanta. It's pretty awesome. So cool. Um, I am a big fan of the anime egotists, I have to say. Oh, and um, I also wanted to say from myself and May, um, <laughs> um, you're watching Anime Egotists. And actually, I'm a better trainer than Brendan. Oh, come on, May. A little humility? <laughs> And welcome back to the Anime Egotists, where in the Pokemon universe, we would probably spend the most amount of time in the Pokemon Center. Not because we're bad trainers or anything, but it just seems like the most fun place to hang out. Exactly. That's right. My name's Alex, and I don't do very well with visual novels. Not like I play those things or anything, but what? What? How, how, how about my, how about my co-host? What? What? What's what's your thing? Yeah, I somehow end up dying in all of them, and I'm Richard. Even the ones you can't die in. Okay, that's odd. Uh, but anyways, and of course we are joined by our lovely friend, Toons and Goons. Say hello. What's up, you guys? Uh, this week, I will not be spending my time rating the uh, Smasher Path ability of the entire Pokedex, but I will be judging the opinions of those who have. That's correct. And guys, we, we talk a lot about Pokemon Journeys, and it's kind of... Pokemon Journeys is kind of an odd series because you got some people who love it, some people who hate it, and then you got people like me who are like, I enjoy it. But something is kind of missing. I think we've all kind of, we all kind of admit there is something different about Journeys in both good and bad ways. At least that's how I feel. But this week, we kind of want to talk about just more in turn, because normally we go episode by episode and sometimes that takes a bit. But this time, we kind of want to do what we do at the end of our videos and talk about what what's going to be the future of Journeys. How's it going to end? How's it going? How much longer is it going to go? Just and what could be next in terms of the Pokemon series, the anime. Exactly. That's correct. But before we begin, besides Toons, Richard, are we? We're not alone this week, are we? Nope. We have another very special guest this week. That's correct. Ladies, gentlemen, and others, you know oh, this man, this Vulpix, this Alolan Vulpix, from a lot of his texting stories, his stories of the futures of Ash and Serena. The story, the ideas of what would Ash's team be like if it was focused on, like, dark Pokemon or electric, all this other sorts of stuff. But most importantly, you know this person as a genuine, kind-hearted human being, and with great streams and a plethora of other things. So please, ladies and gentlemen, and others, you know him, you love him, Mr. Poke Furlax. It is good to see you, buddy. I mean, that was the best introduction I think I've ever had, to be fair. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Making me blush. <laughs> of course, of yeah. course. But you, you deserve it. You deserve it, buddy. And thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. No worries. No worries. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. Of course. And I, 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 guess, I, I guess we have to get the elephant... We have to address the elephant in the room. Like, like you guys know, we do like to address our subscribers. The people who are like, you know, we like these people. We're not really sure why, which is honestly a fair answer. We, we, we don't know why you decide to stick around anyway, but we appreciate you guys. And I just wanted to get our subscribers. I'm going to try and pronounce these as quick as I can and without messing it up. Luke Lang, Tasted Monster 86M. Pandemonium, and shockingly, that's not it. There's more. Banished Mochi, Giovanni Orellana, 
Namir four hundred one. I am I am sorry, guys. I don't know how to pronounce any of these. Keefster, Manuel Giron, Kurt twenty five twelve, and Devino. Thank you guys because like you chose to subscribe to us, and there's a lot of you this time. But as always, thank you. Check out Tunes and Goons stuff, Poke Flax's stuff. Just check out everything. Just thank you guys so much. That that's a lot of new subscribers, and I am not complaining about it. Yes, thank you so much for subscribing. And again, as we said before, if you really want a shout out and you haven't gotten one before, just let us know so we can actually reach so we can say hello to you as well. That's correct. And like I said, this week we're talking about Pokemon. We're talking about we're talking about Pokemon. So overall, Pokemon for Lax, like buddy, what are your thoughts on journeys so far? Because a lot of people have some unpopular opinions about it. That is a massive question. That is like the most loaded question in the world. Uh, you know, I think I can speak for a lot of people when I say Pokemon Journeys has the greatest concept, but not the greatest execution, I, th I don't think. Um, there are parts of it for me where I'm like, wow, it, it cannot get any more hype than this. This is the peak of the series. And there's other parts where I'm thinking, I feel like the writers are just kind of making it up as they go. Like, it's... it's I love the series. I'm enjoying it every week, but that doesn't mean it's. It has some issues. We all know it has some issues. Yeah, I'm not. I feel. I feel like with our reviews, we've come across as a little negative of journeys. But I'd say, in all honesty, if you were to, because I do plan on doing this at some point, a list of like how would I rank each Pokemon series in terms of my least favorite to my favorite, journeys is still. I'd say towards the middle. Oh, it's not. It's definitely not the lowest rated for me. But then again, I also have to take into the fact of we haven't seen anything from Journeys. It could get better. Yeah. It could get worse. It could stay the same. That sort of right. thing. But overall, mm -hmm. like I've said before, Journeys has a lot of really good ideas and some really good execution. But it feels a little inconsistent at times, and I I feel like that's a good way of describing it. inconsistent. Boys, am, mm -hmm. am I am I contradicting myself in anything we've said in the past few videos? <laughs> No, not really. I uh, mean. Yeah, we're, how to put it, there really are, as you said, Porky for Lex, uh, really good episodes that, that seem to progress the story and make and have a lot of fun. And then others that are just like, okay, this is just filler. This is just here to for five seconds to make someone laugh and yeah. we're done. And to, be, and to be fair, we've been clear that filler is not always a bad thing. There's some great filler out there, but mm -hmm. sometimes, mm -hmm. but with the series like this, filler feels especially strange. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially because they have such a clear cut, like this is what the plot is. This is what the story is. But then they're like, okay, now now that you know the story, we can give you like three or four filler episodes that have nothing mm -hmm. to do with the story whatsoever, except for maybe one particular sentence that might allude to something that you either saw mm -hmm. or will see in the future. I mean, on the plus side, we get to see Ash and Go as super jacked, like in that Magikarp episode. So <laughs> that was a top tier episode. That, that was episode so, was peak. That I thought to myself, you know, I'm not bored by this, so I'll take yeah. it. I will have I'll take a weird episode over a yeah. boring episode almost all the time. But that's the thing. I think some some fillers are genuinely top tier, genuinely some of the best episodes in the entire series. But then other ones, you watch them and you're just thinking, how can we justify having this when we've seen like two ash battles for the past year? Like it is it's hard to justify it. Yeah, and the fuck and, and speaking of Ash, a lot of people have kind of noticed that Ash 
if you, would, would it be a strange thing to say that Ash Ketchum is not necessarily the main character of Journeys? I agree. I agree. I don't think that's strange at all. I think that, that I think that's one of the most fair points in terms of Pokemon that like you can understand that like yes, he's the brand holder for Pokemon per se, but like when it comes to Journey, this is not his story. Yeah, right? it's it's kind of like Soul Eater in the sense of the character is named Soul, so you think he would be the main character, but it's actually <laughs> Maka, even though yep. she gets, like, not that much compared to Soul, who gets, like, everything. And yeah, and yeah, I know, yeah. Jay, I know how much that upsets you. I know. Just keep it up. <laughs> Listen, we can, we can do a whole other episode about my gripes <laughs> with that show and why they could have done the exact same thing without Maka, but... Yeah. Yeah, but Either regardless, way. like I'd argue, it's safe to say that Go is probably the main character of Journeys. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, I've said this before, we've talked about this before in our list of characters that everyone else seems to hate, but we like. Richard and I really like Go. We act, we're one of like 20 people on the planet who seem to like Go. <laughs> what are your thoughts on what, Poker for Lex, what are your thoughts on Go? Do you like him as much as we do, or would you be just, would the show just be better off without him? I really like Go. Um, I feel like there's definitely a lot of people who don't like him. I can I can understand I understand some of their reasons because I do think he does have some issues in terms of writing, and sometimes he does take a bit too much focus away from Ash. But I would rather have that than the focus being taken away from stuff I don't care about. I think Go is whether you like him or hate him, he has been written pretty well overall. He's had clear development. His path has been clear from the start. And the Project Muse stuff might be a little bit, I don't know how to explain it, might be a little bit, it kind of, it's kind of shoved into the background a lot of the times, even though it's meant to be his main dream. Um, but I still think he's a great character overall. But I do also think it's a bit of a weird time to introduce a new main character in place of Ash, just as Ash's goal is like the biggest it's ever been. Uh, yeah, but the, the thing is, people have been wondering about that because a lot of people say, well, I don't really like that Ash takes a backseat eat to this other character. And I'm thinking to myself, I mean, didn't he technically do that with May and Dawn? And well, I guess not. I, I feel like he's still got a little more to do than Iris at some points. But mm. I don't know. I do find it kind of odd that people are saying, well, you know, this is the biggest thing that Ash has done. And I'm like, is yeah. it? I, I, I kind of feel <laughs> like Ash's goal of being in the Coronation series, like, we people talked about before. He kind of jumps from place to place. Like, mm. oh, you're 650. Now you're 20. Now you're <laughs> 500. Like, I, I, it does kind of jump. And I, I don't know. I've been talking for a bit. Toons, what what are your thoughts on the Coronation series so far? What, how would you change it? Would you change it? That sort of thing. I feel like the problem with the Coronation series is that they not necessarily the ranking system and like oh you battle you increase your rank you beat somebody that's a higher rank than you you increase in rank you get more wins you increase in rank i like the system i feel like the problem is they haven't made it feel serious enough in terms of like ash needs to have a deadline i feel like if they gave ash a deadline and they said hey you have six months to get to this rank or you're out then that gives us something to actually work for. And that gives us reason to see Ash continuing to do, because I'll admit it in journeys. A lot of times you forget that he's even in it because it's like a lot of the times he's doing whatever go needs him to do, or he's off doing some kind of filler episode journey. And it's like, 
why aren't you why aren't you training with your Pokemon? Why are you not putting a battle to get up a higher rank? You're like rank 101 right here, dude. Come on. Put, put, chop chop. Put you put some more like come on, put some more urgency in it. Hilariously. I know if I was a trainer, I would want I would want to be like top 50 within the first six months just because I'm like, I want to be well enough in my ranking that even if I were to drop a few, I would still be high enough to not get eliminated when the deadline hits. Hilariously, it's not even necessarily Go's fault. Go's like, oh, I'm going to go, like we talked about before, it's like, oh, I'm going to go do this Project Mew thing. And Ash gen generally says, I'll help you, which is a good character motive. I like their friendship. I like that they're always willing to help each other. But it does kind of make him come off. It makes him come off as a kind of a backseat driver in some senses. So I, in a sense, I understand why people don't like Go, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm still I still enjoy him. He he's he has some funny moments. He's definitely changed from the first episode he's in, and it's just nice to get some stuff with him. Oddly enough, though, he's not the only character around. Chloe is around. I mean, is she Chloe? Koharu is is she Richard? Is she around? Is she in this series? I never know anymore. About half the time, maybe. That's probably about the best way of describing it. <laughs> Yeah. At least at the point we're seeing. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely some very Chloe-centric episodes, especially now that we've gotten to Master Journeys. But how to put it? There's We still don't know what her end goal is. I mean, I guess that's kind of her story is going to be discovering what she wants to do. So maybe there's something there and maybe they get... They'll give her more development as we go on, but uh, yeah, there's half the time she just doesn't seem to be there. Yeah, hilariously, a lot of the fan base was really liked Chloe at first, but now it's kind of split. Poke, are you on the same page as us? Does Chloe feel weird to you, or or do we sound completely insane at this point? Like, no, Chloe's awesome. What are you talking about? I I, I do like Chloe, but I think my one of my issues is the 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 series never tried to establish her as part of a trio with Ash and Go. It never tried to establish that. So the series is trying to make you think Chloe is a big part of their lives now. They're all best friends, they hang out all the time, but we never saw when or where that started. I mean, Ash and Chloe have probably shared about less than five scenes together. It just, I don't understand where the friendship is. Yeah, um, and... <sighs> no, go yeah keep, keep going, keep going, I'm sorry. I was sorry. gonna say, you know, you know it's an issue when Chloe spends two episodes with, with Dawn and their friendship feels more real than her friendships with Ash and Go have felt over the past 80 episodes. Yeah, even though I feel like it, us in particular, we, we, I feel like a lot of people weren't necessarily loving the Chloe and Dawn episode. I feel like we all thought it was, it was fine. It was, it was pretty good. But mm. there were moments where I was kind of like, okay, guys, you, you got to move along to this contest. Chloe's yeah. complete, Chloe, Kohar, whatever you want to call her, she's completely in the right on this. Dawn, Dawn come on. But in all honesty, yeah. their friendship did develop. They it did feel genuine. I just get the feeling that the writers don't know. Like they're like, do you, we want Chloe to be part of the group? Do we want her to do her own thing? Both? Neither? I, I don't. It's it's confusing, and I don't know what the end game will be for her. Obviously, it'll be. Like, sorry, go go ahead. I, I was gonna say I feel like that's part of the problem in and of itself is the fact that like you when you look back to like Iris. Dawn, Misty, for God's sake, they all had like from the jump established characters and like 
what they wanted when they joined up with Ash. And like, I feel like that's part of why we have this weird intersection with Chloe. The fact that like, she does, she didn't have a clear what she wanted when we were introduced to her. And a part of her development is supposed to be her figuring it out. So that's why we're still in that weird flux of like, wait, wait is she going to be with the group? Is she going to follow behind the professor? What is, what's going to happen? Yeah, it's interesting because because a lot of people might call you out for this, but May and Serena were both kind of like that. They didn't really know what they wanted to do, but late, but a lot of people said it took May too long to find out what she wanted to do, but I kind of disagree on that. She found she, there were steps to what she wanted to do, and like, oh, oh, I went to the school and now I want to be a coordinator. We kind of learned early on, early ish on, obviously not the first episode or anything. And, and Serena, it it did start off in some senses of, oh, I want to be, I want to travel with Ash, Ash because we used to be friends, and for the shipping community out there. Not that she actually said that, but still. So, but in all honesty, she did learn. She became, she got a goal. She became a much more fascinating character. Her, despite the jokes I make about her, she is a well developed character. And and is, I guess it's just because. Even still, we saw more of those characters true. than we that, see that, of So I think, so I think that also plays into part of it because, um, like, like, like Poker for Lack said, like we we don't really get to see where they build their friendship or where they build that bond that they have. We just kind of we see her pop up one episode and we see Ash and Go doing everything they can to help her for her issue. Then we might not see her again for six or seven episodes. Yeah, and we've all talked about like the sword and shield arc with Eternatus. And was she in that was she in that at all? Or did we they just completely forget about her? Pretty sure they forgot about her to be fair. Oh good. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe Ash and Go just forget to bring her along at some point. Even though there's oh, clearly no. an episode where she wants to stay behind and do her own project or something. And they for and they grab her like, come on, you're coming with us. Like, look, you, you need to be you need to be in this episode. You haven't been here in like four or five weeks. Just come on. Come on. Yeah, well, may maybe Ash and Go have just thought Chloe left Yampa behind. We'll leave Chloe behind. Have a taste of your own medicine, Chloe. <laughs> I thought of the same thing because there are oh, there's no. the episode where it's like, oh, let's go on vacation. Let's go, Evie. I'm like, is Yampa <laughs> just on its own? Like, who's gonna feed? <sighs> never... Am I a joke to you? <laughs> Am I a joke? To you? That that's what that Yamper was saying when she left. <laughs> yeah, but but I guess so. There, we've talked about some problems and journeys, but we've talked about like. We like Go. We like Project Mute. We like the idea of Ash battling different people in the Coronation series. And a lot of people have told me personally, oh, well, you know, the, if there's a really easy way to fix journeys. I'm like, oh, well, tell me, please. And they say, hey, well, there are a lot of returning characters, right? Yeah, just have more of them. And I'm like, that's not always the, that is not always no. the case. Look, hmm. we've talked before. We like the returning characters. We're, ha we're happy to see them. See them. It's, but it, 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 it does take away from Galar. And I, I, I'm not gonna act like Galar's my favorite region. I do think it's kind of up there though, but I do like the focus on characters like Marnie, who's coming up pretty soon. I like focusing on characters that, just newer characters, because we've seen the stories from the old characters. They're not bad stories by any means, but I do like learning about these new characters. And we, we've, talk, we've talked about that ad nauseum before. Okay, for relax. I feel like I've seen you say a, a couple of times that you love the returning characters, and 
there, there doesn't always need to be a reason for it. Am I wrong or am I following the wrong Pokéflex on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, so I did say that. Um, in hindsight, that was kind of before we knew the path Journeys was taking. Um, I, I was speaking about this the other day in my Discord server. Um, I said about how the way I see it is imagine you have a really a bowl of undercooked moldy pasta, right? It's undercooked. The pasta is hard, doesn't taste very nice, not pleasant to eat. So the base is like that. And then you get the most luxurious, expensive, amazing pasta sauce and you pour it on the top. Pokemon Journeys is like the undercooked pasta. Returning characters are like the sauce. Just because you have a good sauce doesn't mean the original base is going to be good. Yeah, I, I don't completely disagree with that because it's like it, we, we've made lists like characters we want back and characters we wouldn't necessarily want back. Not because they're bad characters per se, but in the sense of would it be worth it? That's kind of like that's kind of why I said and for example, I don't remember all the characters from my list necessarily, but if Max came back, I'm not really sure what they would do with him. Like, how much has he changed? Is he the? Did he change? Like, I don't know. Especially considering it was they did the whole thing of, oh, I'm not old enough to have a Pokemon, despite the fact mm. that Bonnie was fair game apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I just I I welcome any returning characters. Anything is exciting to me, whether it's a minor thing or a major thing. But I do think rather than focusing on this the writers should try and focus on establishing journeys as its own series before doing that could not agree more and i rewatched some of our videos on that and i realized out of all the characters who have returned i don't think any of the characters on richard's list have come back yet with the exception of like flashbacks and something like that so i felt really bad for you in that moment richard <laughs> well there's one of the characters was on our not wanting back was iris and I admitted in our video of reviewing the latest part that it wasn't a bad episode. Like I was expecting her to pretty much be the exact same as like episode, the first few episodes of black and white. So she treats be Ash like a kid the entire time. Is it, but aren't the first episodes of black and white, the only episodes of black and white you've seen. Exactly. Yeah. Which is what, which is why I kind of had to call you out at that one because you're like, Oh, well, I don't know if I want trip coming back. I'm like a trip. I like trip. He's a cool character. <laughs> Not my favorite by any means, but I, I think he's better than most people give him credit for. But you've since admitted it, your stance on that, so I can't get on too much on you for that. But yeah, I, I really do think there's a lot of Galar characters that have pretty much gotten stiffed. It's all of the gym leaders seem to have interesting personalities in the games. And we've seen, what, one of them so far in the American set where we've gotten to. I was about and... to say, Al I'm pretty sure, doesn't Alistair come back? Or, well, I debut, I guess I can't say come back at this point. I think... Yeah. I, was about to say, I got shielded, so I went up against Alistair. <laughs> yeah, so I think we're... I, we'll see a few in the next part or the next two parts, but uh, we're... It, there's still... I mean, there's there were, what, 10 total that we saw? 11? No, actually, there's 12 total between the two games that We've seen two. Yeah, but, but though to be fair, like Poke for Lex, I remember you did a video on one of your issues with Journeys being, I, I, I don't have the video memorized by title, but I remember it was something along the lines of there's not enough scary factor to it. Do you mind going into detail <laughs> on that for anybody who hasn't seen the video yet, which you obviously should because it's a good video? Well, thank you first. Uh, but yeah, so basically for me personally, I'm not saying this is going to be an issue that everybody's going to have, but for me personally, I'm a massive fan of the horror genre. That is my favorite type of like movies, my favorite 
book series, everything. I love horror. So for me, the fact that every previous series had a whole bunch of horror episodes, like a creepy episodes, scary episodes, weird, wacky episodes that kind of leaned into the sort of horror aspects. For me, I really enjoyed those because it let you see a side of the characters that you never see in any other situation. Like, for example, Serena's reactions to those horror episodes are so memorable that they stick with me even, what, seven years later? And I just felt like it was a missed opportunity to not do that with characters like Go, Chloe, Dragonite, characters that would, would have really big reactions to that. And it seems yeah. like they've kind of stepped in the right direction. They did have a like a ghost train episode. It wasn't quite what I was expecting. It felt a bit more comedic to me than creepy. But I know it's a it's a kid's show at the end of the day. They're not gonna like do some terrifying, morbid episode. But I was hoping there would be a few more scattered out between there, you know? Yeah, I do kind of notice there is a lack of a villain, a hardcore villain in mm-hmm. Journeys. Like we like Team Rocket, of course. Team we've had Team Rocket, we've had Team Aqua and Magma. Well, kind of, kind of. And even in Sun Moon, we had I guess you could say Team Skull counts, but to me, they're the hero. They're the heroes of this story, if anything. <laughs> but Facts. Journeys doesn't really have that. Like, I, and I don't need necessarily some horrifying, terrifying villain. Like, they could be a sympathetic one or misguided or something along those lines. But there is kind of a lack of an antagonistic force, and I don't count Team Rocket anymore because nice. they just kind of seem to be doing their own thing in some episodes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think about it, they would normally take an entire series and probably two or three combined into the whole, I guess, Galler saga, if you want to call it that, was with the, um, God, what was the team's name? It, it was all in like four episodes at the end of like the orig- end of Journey, the original yeah. series. Yeah, and then, yeah, and we both, we all, a lot of people said it kind of did feel rushed, like it came out of nowhere. You're like, I remember in X and Y, you waited. Like, there were still signs of Team Flare running around, but you waited to see them. Mm. Um, and it did feel nice. And the arc itself was really good, and it did its best to make people forget the fact that Ash just lost to Alon. But, <laughs> I mean, more people noticed that than I did. I was like, oh my god, a really good arc. And other people were like, Ash still lost. I'm like, I... I which we're going to have to talk about at some point, because we've talked about this before. Okay, for Lex... Ash's goal to be a Pokemon master. What is a Pokemon master? Um, I mean, I have as, as good of a guess as anyone, but for me, I've always seen it as more than just being the best battler or like the top champion. For me, being a Pokemon master is to understand Pokemon, sort of be one with Pokemon. I feel like Ash doesn't want to be the best battler. I mean, I'm sure he does want to be that as well. But for me, I feel like he wants to be... I don't know how to explain it, but it's like understanding Pokemon, understanding how Pokemon live, being a part of them. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a bit of a guess, really. But I just feel like a Pokemon master is more about opening your heart to Pokemon and them opening their heart to you. And that might sound a little bit, little bit, little bit weird or cliche, but I feel like it's more than just being like the world monarch or whatever. Yeah, and to be fair, they've never given us in a, a clear definition. Even in, I want to say it was Pokemon I Choose You... Ash's two friends who, no matter how many times I see that movie, I keep forgetting what his friends in that movie are named. And it's just like, oh, what do you want to do, Ash? Like, oh, I want to be a Pokemon master. Oh, you mean like catching every Pokemon? No, not completely. Oh, you mean being the champion? Oh, much more than that. And we've never really gotten a clear answer to that. So 
I guess in my opinion, if hypothetically, let's say Ash beats Leon. Let's say he wins, he beats Leon, he's number one. I don't think his, I don't necessarily, look, as cathartic as that would be for some people, well, for me, I think this isn't completely what he wants. There's still more. And Rick, Tunes, Jay, am I wrong on that? Is that is oh, am no, I crazy? Not at all. I, um, I I definitely was thinking that like if I had to put a base on um what it would be like when he finally became a Pokemon Pokemon master, I would say it would be similar to like for those who watch Naruto, uh, Jiraiya, but like none of the perviness, but all of the like toadstool like the toad sage type deal like i feel like that would be kind of like how it would be where like anything related to pokemon you could call ash and he'd be like what's going on oh this is going on my pokemon going wild he'd be like i'll be there in like 15 minutes and he comes down and he like assesses the situation oh better yet for a real life context steve Irwin, like the steve Irwin of pokemon if i could i think that would be a more relevant way of saying what he is. I'm now imagining Ash with a thick Australian accent, and I'm not upset at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, R- but Richard, think... Richard, my my theory is not crazy. Like the court, like if he wins the coronation series or becomes number one, that's not like that's not all he wants, is it? No, it's how to put it. I I tend to agree with Pokey for Lex here. It's We've never gotten the good example of exactly what this means, but I do believe it's getting to a point where you completely understand Pokemon, what they want, what their needs are, trying to help them, and just, yeah, there's just not a great example. He's never been able to tell us, and they've started making jokes about that a few times now, I've noticed. It's like they hear us, and they're like, we could give them a clear answer, but uh, no, we're, we're not going to do that. But if anything, that sounds more like a Pokemon Ranger, but we haven't gotten Pokemon Rangers in like so long. I, I miss that. Eh. I miss those games. <laughs> I don't think I, I honestly don't feel like Pokemon Ranger would be I feel like it would be closer to what it would be, but just simply because of the fact that like whenever they catch a Pokemon as temporary, that wouldn't help necessarily. Cause I feel like he mm. Pokemon that he comes across, he wants to also like have them as partner Pokemon. So very true. And unless he catches a Minin or a Ukulele Pichu, but that's probably that's probably not gonna happen. But but I guess my thing I guess kind of my thing, some people might be thinking, well, obviously he once he becomes number one, but I guess we should just get into this. A lot of people say that Journeys is gonna be the last series with Ash. Now, Richard and I have talked about this before, and we know it's kind of one of those i want to speak for you richard that it's kind of one of those we'll believe it when we see it poke poke do you think journeys is the last time we're seeing ash for a good while or is that just or is that just conspiracy talking i think the biggest issue with losing ash is that you also lose pikachu and the pokemon series is not going to lose their mascot pikachu is more famous than ash is and unless they give some other random character a pikachu it's not going to happen i don't think even even if ash is just like a side character or like a mental figure or like a, a goal of the new character. I think Ash and Pikachu are always going to be a main part in the anime in one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. I could and we we've talked before. Ash himself is not necessarily the problem. It's that in like I'd say I'd say from the original series to Diamond and Pearl, there was kind of a character arc for Ash. 
then yeah. when, like I've said, whether you love black and white, whether you hate it, Ash does kind of take a step back. Like I don't feel like I don't feel like that's too crazy to say. And then obviously in X and Y, he becomes a very competent trainer. And then Sun and Moon, he's still a competent trainer, but he's definitely different. So I can understand, like we've said, why people kind of are like, why not just put somebody new in their place? But obviously from a business perspective. It makes sense to, to some extent. I don't know. I feel like had they done from the beginning, oh, we'll have Ash for like three seasons, then we'll get another character for like three or four seasons, etc. But I feel like they're so deep in the hole of Ash and Pikachu that things aren't changing anytime soon. Agreed. Exactly. Um, I feel like were they to do because... I mean, this kind of leans into an idea that I had on like, oh, let's say if they were to go past Journey or if they were to do like a special one-off series or even a spin-off series where they went into like the Hisui region because my God, I would love it if they made Pokemon Legends Arceus into an actual series. Like They kind of did that. Uh, I, I would love it. I would love it though. Like if they, I'm talking like if they went like full into it, like we get a brand new character and for kind of like what Poker for Lack said, they would have to keep the Pikachu character. If they would, they could even literally bring in a new character to be from that time to be like the ancestors of Ash and Pikachu to kind of give that story of like, oh, it doesn't matter when in time, Ash and Pikachu are always going to be together type deal. So I just would love to see it because the Pokemon Legends Arceus story is so well done as a as a as a story itself. Oh, Execution wise of the game, you could you could have a little bit more or less. But as a story as a whole, I feel like that would be probably one of the best anime series that they did in a while, honestly. Yeah, and to be fair, that's not a completely crazy theory because as depending on who you play as Ray or Akari, they have their own Pikachu. They have like the, so the the stones are kind of in place for that. And the Hosui series would be cool, even though they've done apparently they've done a like three four episode part on Legends Arceus that I don't think they're ever going to release over here in America because they're so secret. <laughs> they're so like this is our property, which I'm like, look, we just want to watch it, and enjoy it. We don't want to <laughs> steal it or anything. And, but Back. I would like that. But I. I Richard, Richard, you've talked before about what your ideal Pokemon series with one of your favorite characters. Do, do you do you still have that same mindset, or have you just jumped ship on that? How to put it? Um, I definitely understand from a business point of view that we're probably never going to lose Ash and Pikachu. We'll definitely not lose Pikachu. That that is one hundred percent. They may jump to a new character that has a Pikachu that and but I do think that Ash will always be somehow a part of the series whether he the goal end goal of okay I'm going to try to beat Ash or how to put it uh more of a mentor figure or he takes like a Brock's place where he's a little bit older than the new traveler and does the cooking instead for everybody I'm not sure how good of a cook Ash Ketchum is but <laughs> who, who, who knows honestly Hey, but you've talked before about Lieutenant Surge and just his role in the anime. Do you, do you still have that same story of you just want to see this Pokemon war with whatever in the world it's supposed to be? I think it would be interesting, but I don't think they'll ever do it because that, that's just something that 
they it, it, they just mentioned kind of as a side point for introducing someone and then they're done That's... yeah I, I do i do like the idea something tells me though it wouldn't be nearly as dark as you've said sometimes and it's like, oh, these Pokemon aren't fainting. I'm like, oh, dang, that is that's <laughs> dark. But it's either going to be a kind of similar to the Team Flare arc in terms of darkness, or the Team Galactic, which people seem to forget how dark that arc got at times, or it's going to be like a kind of one-off story. It's like, oh yeah, it happened, but I don't remember most of it. But okay, for like, what do you think? Like hypothetically, they give you the keys to the kingdom. They say, okay, whatever you want to do, do it what's what's your story besides just overall how did you get my information where did you get this <laughs> um i don't want to i don't want to give the 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 typical cliche answer but i'd return to x and y's art style first of all because that I, is peak for me like i, I really think, like their art yeah like I'm, I'm fine with the new one but x and y for me that was like leaps and bounds above it like i thought that was beautiful that art style so i'd return to that art style i would try and implement more comedy that was sort of black and white style comedy because I feel like the, the comedy in the black and white series was so underrated some of it was genuinely really really funny um I would want the writing standards of the x and y series the character development of the diamond and pearl series so I feel like I just grab all these elements from all the different series and shove them all together and hope it makes something good yeah, yeah. I've always said, for me personally, I feel like the Ruby and Sapphire anime was probably, in my opinion, the funniest series. Obviously, mm -hmm. not everything is a, not everything is a home run, especially now that I'm older. I'm like, oh, that does not hold up. <laughs> but at the same time, though, I do think the humor and honestly the storytelling from it's pretty underrated. Pretty underrated in some regards. I will say though, one of the things that Journeys, I feel like. I want to say the humor is weird for journeys because sometimes I'm laughing at something like when me, like when they were doing the, I guess when Team Rocket was doing their apple pie shtick and me out said, oh my God, it smells so good. My imaginary nose or my non-existent nose or something like that. Like that legitimately <laughs> made me laugh. And then there are other times where they're like, oh, we're going to go catch Kling, Klang, Klang, that. I hate that you have that memorized, but they're, I don't know. And like I said, obviously you throw stuff at the wall to see what sticks. And that's kind of what Journeys is. But I'm kind of like, well, you've been throwing stuff at the wall for about 20 something years now. You, you have a clear idea, don't you? No? Uh, okay. No. That, that's cool. We'll, we'll take your time, guys. We'll figure it out, I guess. I really miss yep. the comedy that Team Rocket used to add. I feel like in the in the Ruby and Sapphire series, Diamond and Pearl series, Team Rocket were peak comedy. They were so funny. And then now they're just, I don't find them that funny anymore. I don't know whether it's because the writing has shifted from a more of a, I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like the writing back then wouldn't really hold up today because the standards are so different. So I feel like the writing nowadays just isn't that funny anymore, especially Team Rocket. They just feel kind of, more annoying to me than funny nowadays, which I hate to say because I love Team Rocket. Yeah, and it's weird because there are less episodes like than yeah. some of the previous series. So you think, oh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, but you're like, oh, who are who are these people? And a yeah. lot of people might say something along the lines of, oh, well, they're bit, oh, well, they're not as good because the voice actors change. I'm like, that's not completely a reason for me. I like the. I like the voice actors in the dub. Now I know that now I know some of them have said some pretty controversial stuff that I don't always agree with, but that doesn't really affect the performance too much. Yeah, and I'm hoping that we're going to get a continuation of the trend that we saw in this latest part um, 
which is uh, that they actually get their own Pokemon rather than using the rentals from Team Rocket, because that was part like one of the best parts of Team Rocket was their connection with their Pokemon. They were nice to them. They treated them like a regular trainer. Like you always expect Team Rocket, okay, they're going to be evil. No, they treated their Pokemon with respect. They love them. I mean, one of the best episodes that both me and Alex agree on is the uh, episode with coughing and wheezing, or uh, wheezing and uh, Arbok leaving. It's I, I absolutely wanna, emotional. I'm not, I don't want to cry again. So <laughs> let's so we can move on from that episode. That being said, though, <laughs> as much as I complain about returns, if Arbok and Weezing came back, it, it's over for me. It's going to be you guys talking like, yeah, this was a really solid episode. Alex, what do you think? Whatever, it was, it was cool. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a grown man and I cry. Who cares? <laughs> but I guess. I guess for me, if I want to talk about the future of the Pokemon series, I guess to me, like, like, look, they don't have to completely get rid of Ash. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, and they give everybody marshmallows and they're like, Ash, you didn't get a marshmallow. You got to go. Oh, oh. <laughs> but I, I guess to me, you can do all sorts of like new types of stories. Like, like we could catch, like, I've talked before about Pokemon Chronicles and why a video about it might not be coming soon because thanks to Show Pro and just other stuff. <laughs> but but in all seriousness, I like that style of hey, let's see what like hypothetically, let's see what May's up to. Like let's see, has she won a grand festival yet? Oh no, no. Okay. <laughs> hey, but let's see what she's up to. Let's see Richie. Like heck, in my opinion, one of the stories for I guess overarching villains or something like that, or darker stories. I'd love to see Shadow Pokemon implemented because we've never really seen that. Oh man, Shadow Pokemon! You know how lit that would be. Yeah, especially... I don't know. Just the idea, the concept, and then the entire story being centered around. Oh crap! These things are a actual danger to the world, which is I don't understand how people don't realize. Like, hey, a, a Pokemon that's angry is gonna be like a danger to the world anyway. Like we saw that in the original Pokemon series, like, yeah. like actual angry Pokemon are dangerous, and so. But yeah, I would but, actually like to see that. Yeah, but the whole also they can add a contradiction of like seeing this menacing Shadow Gyarados, but then you see this Shadow Bidoof running around. You're like, oh, look at the little guy! He's so cute! Ow, he bit me! <laughs> it could it could lead to some hilarious moments, and obviously that doesn't have to be the only thing. And, but like, I just I get. Let me put it to you this way. As much as the Pokemon Company has spread out more, like with Mystery Dungeon, Pokemon Ranger, Pokemon Tra-Ose, I don't, I, I don't know how you make a series about that, to be completely honest, but just, it feels like there are so many different avenues for, like, sequels and side series, and they're just, like, three-minute shorts, three-minute shorts, and that'll, that'll be good. And I'm like, no, you do more, please. Right. <sighs> Po po poke for lax. I, I guess I, I guess my theory is like out of all like out of everything we've gotten in the Pokemon series, is there like a side series or like a I guess since we've talked about scary stuff, anything in particular that you'd be like, you know, I like Ash, but let's get this perspective. Is there anything like that besides probably Serena? Because I do know how you feel about Serena. Yeah, I think uh... In the ideal world, the Pokemon Chronicles series never would have ended. That would have still been going to this day. Even if it's just 10 episodes a year or something like that, that would add so much more to the series. Because right now, as it stands, for me, the series kind of feels like as soon as a character leaves being a main character, 
they're just shoved into the forgotten land. The writers don't really think about them, don't think about what they're doing now. They'll deal with that when they return in five years' time. So for me, I want to see what the characters are doing as after they leave, after they part ways with Ash. But outside of Chronicles, I would die if they gave me a mystery dungeon series like that is my favorite series of all time if they gave me an anime for that i know they gave us like three episodes or whatever yeah. i want a full series because the story is so good but i would do anything for that series yeah the, and also like i just think there's an added level of like drama to the pokemon mystery dungeon obviously it's not too dark but there are some examples of some really good stories they could tell with that mm. the one kind of problem i have being if somebody wakes up and like oh god i'm a pokemon what do i do i'd be like oh my god i'm a mudkip this is the best day of my life <laughs> if it's like but you have a home to go back to no it's it's, it's cool we'll figure it we'll figure it out <laughs> later we'll figure it out later let's this this works this works for me <laughs> A mudkip. Yeah. Well, I, I, hey. To be fair, if you woke up as a Riolu one day, you know you would be you'd be perfectly happy with that. Oh, dude, a Riolu? Hell yeah! I'm doing everything I can to evolve in like one year's time. Yeah, you have to have a high friendship with yourself. I, I guess I don't know. I never I love remember myself. Too... I'll be able to evolve like instantly. Then. Yeah, I was about to say I don't know. I don't remember too much about the mystery dungeon evolution features besides just go to this cave. Do you want to yeah. evolve? Of course. Do you want to lose the scarf you have? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't. It's a painful trade-off, a painful trade-off. Let's see, getting new abilities and a new typing, some more powerful moves, a scarf. Scarf. Yeah, I always chose the scarf. <laughs> yeah, Lord. yeah uh, but I guess, I guess my thing is, but we've talked about, like, if, but the thing I'm thinking, if Ash leaves, doesn't Team Rocket have to go too? Not necessarily. Oh, this I want to hear. Because, yes, we've established that that main group that we follow, Jesse James and Meowth and the like, we've established that their their whole motivation is trying to catch that Pikachu for the boss. But at the same time, I think they're... I think now it's not so black and white to the point to where it's just, oh, we have to catch this uh, Pikachu or else we'll be disgraces to the team. Like, I feel like it's such a gray area now because we've we've had almost more episodes where they try to get other Pokemon than they try to actually get Pikachu at this point because, like, we've had episodes where, like, oh, we got these Tauros. We're going to take the Tauros and uh, get those for the boss. Or like, oh, we see, insert this Pokemon here. We're going to take it for the boss. And like, we can, like, we've established that Jesse James and Meowth are good enough comedic relief characters to go after whichever Pokemon they want. And as long as they get thwarted and they say, we're blasting off again. Ting. That like, it's, it's going to work. So I don't necessarily think we have to have that immortal bond of Ash with Team Rocket for it to continue to work. Yeah, I think that's I, why I really like Team Rocket in the in the Sun and the Moon series. Because in the Sun and the Moon series, it felt like Team Rocket's main goal wasn't Pikachu. It felt like they were just having fun, living their lives with their new Pokemon, sort of doing other things. It felt like they were kind of exploring a life outside of just stealing Pikachu. I think that's one of the biggest downgrades for me going from that to what they're like in journeys because in journeys they kind of feel like they've reverted a little bit yeah. um, and like maybe that will change in the future um, but like for me I kind of think Sun and Moon was the perfect time to end Team Rocket's story in my opinion. 
Yeah, especially considering, like, we, Richard and I have talked about this before. Early in the series, Giovanni did not like them. He kind of just kept them around because it's like, well, you know, Team Rocket's not doing great right now because we keep getting thwarted by 10-year-olds with Pokemon <laughs> rather than, you know, the actual police or something. So let's keep them around. But now he's he sees them and he's like, you guys are doing good work. And I'm like, are they? <laughs> yes, sure, why not? I mean... Hey, hey, they need some. They need something because James's parents are terrible. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. I think the reason that Giovanni thinks they're doing a wonderful is a twofold reason. One, he sees how their parents are towards them, and two, they actually are doing pretty well keeping their payroll up. Like they actually like are the reason that they have a budget the way that they do, despite the fact that they keep spending that money on giant robots, and they're like. Wait, what happened to the what? Why didn't we use giant robot? We blew the money on our last giant robot. I'm like, I'm how expensive <laughs> are these things that, like, every two or three episodes, they just seem to keep popping up? I need that type of money in my life that I'm I would use it. on giant robots. I'm calling it Team Rocket is a government funded uh, entity. That's how they keep having the big, the budget that they do. You I'm say that. It. You're you might not be wrong on that. That's the weird. That's the crazy part. <laughs> Another thing you got to consider, though, is that they've been around for like every destruction of every other competition evil team that they've yeah. had, pretty much. So it's like he's seen that, oh my god, this team's gone. They were there for that one. What if they're undercover? Okay, y'all need to go over there because there's this team that's got to be destroyed now. It's just like, wow, you got rid of team, you got rid of team plasma. That's really good. You got rid of team galactic. Wow. That's really good. You got rid of team aqua and team magma. Well, they were never the best teams to begin with, but <laughs> Hey, that's a victory. Hey, look, and you know, that hurts coming from me. Cause I love gen three and the Ruby and Sapphire series, but even I look at team aqua and team magma and I'm like, what did, did you guys yeah. take a science class? Oh no. You just <laughs> took classes on Pokemon, which I'm, I'm still a little bit jealous about. To go back to um the, the Team Rocket ending all the other evil team things, random thought just popped into my head. What if the Team Rocket trio are the ones to end Team Rocket as a whole? What if in the final series or like a final movie, what if the trio are the three to either intentionally or unintentionally bring down the entire organization? I, I never thought about that. And all that, that <laughs> it would make sense considering everything. Hey, oh my! Oh my! I, wow! I did not think. Now you're throwing you're throwing me off. Now that's not that's actually a really good theory. Will they go for it? I I don't know. Oh, best case scenario, like, they'll go for it, but they won't say it. They'll be like, "Oh, we just came up with the idea." I'm like, "No, you, you took it. You took it from my friend here. Give him some credit. Put him in the M. Uh, do something." I I actually have something to build on off of what he said. So. The entire last series, so like I'm gonna say that maybe last three or four episodes, or actually, the, you'd be the entire last season. It could literally be like they have to come with the grips that, like, they have to choose between standing with Giovanni or actually protecting Ash and whoever Ash's companions are that they've spent the last 20 years trying to defeat. And that could be the story of how they like end up getting rid of team rocket because they end up inevitably siding with ash because it's like we don't necessarily like you but we have come to have such a deep found love for you because of the fact that we've known you for the past 20 plus years and you've always been there even when we've tried to steal your pokemon so and they've each saved each other's lives on a variety of occasions exactly with the exception of the one part where they act in like the first like 10 or so episodes i don't remember what episode specifically but when they escape 
deep Saint in Vermilion City on the ship, and they're like, wow, Team Rocket didn't make it. We should bury them. <laughs> um, and then Meowth gets up on the raft, and Pikachu's like, dang, I'm like, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> that is cold. Yeah. Pikachu is cold-blooded, I swear. I, I, I remember that Pikachu, and I looked, I was like, Pikachu! My guy! To be fair, I can't even blame Pikachu completely because, as Jay, one of your favorite moments of Pokemon, it's like War Turtle. Its tail is known for its sign of intelligence. War Turtle. It doesn't look smart. I'm like, uh, I'm like, Ash. Ash. Buddy, what is your damage, buddy? <laughs> wait till Diamond and Pearl. Wait till X and Y. Then you can start talking trash. But th- you, this is unearned, my friends. But I guess, I, I guess, Team Rocket sticking around wouldn't be crazy. But I do agree. Sun and Moon. They seemed so happy with their business. This is just selling stuff, making stuff. They seem so happy, but just for them to just like, oh, well, I guess we're going back to Ash. I guess we're going back to stealing Ash's stuff, despite the fact that, I don't know. I feel like Giovanni at the same time would be like, there's like 20 other trainers in this episode that you can mm. just go for it, guys. There are but, plenty of other trainers, and a lot of them are a lot less uh, good at actually taking care of their Pokemon. Some of their Pokemon would actually probably really want to leave that trainer. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We can't even sit here and say that it's all sunshine and rainbows with some of these trainers. Some of them don't deserve to have the Pokemon that they have, and it's not just because of the fact that they treat them badly. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, but we're not going to get into that because that is not a family-friendly subject. Yeah, like when that guy (laughs) left behind that Gengar, and Ash is like, "Oh, okay, I'll take care of you." And Ash's team, I I like Ash's team. I do, but it does. But a lot of people have said like. Does he have a team? It feels like no. it feels like most of his Pokemon are just kind of like, oh well, let's bring out Gengar. Twenty episodes later, oh wait, I have Gengar. Like every time <laughs> we go over his team, Richard has to remind me he has a Dragonite, and I think to myself, does he? Oh, he does. Dragonite and Gengar are the two Pokemon that should always stay on his team, no matter what the rest of the rotation is. Dragonite and Gengar should stay. They should always it doesn't matter like they should still be on the team like people should be irritated because of how much he uses and relies on gengar and dragonite it makes oh, no that's, sense that's gonna lead to so that's gonna lead to some issues but i guess the thing is for me a lot of i will i'm gonna say and this doesn't get talked about a lot i do like his team and i do like the idea that ash rotates out his pokemon um, because in my opinion, a lot of people, like a lot of people say, oh, we'll just use his ace Pokemon and all the time. I'm like, okay, so Pikachu, Charizard, I guess Heracross counts, but I feel like Heracross's record is not really as good as people say it is. Skeptile, mm-hmm. even though I've said Swellow was probably the ace of his team because of how overpowered it was. Infernape, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot. And sadly, it's more than six. So I get the feeling that if he just used his ace Pokemon, some Pokemon would be left out. Like, I know people still miss Greninja, myself included, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, a lot, I'm, I feel like I'm in a, a pretty unpopular boat where I see a lot of people saying that they really want Ash to bring back all of his ace Pokemon, like bring them all back against Leon or whatever. And I would love to see that as much as the next guy. But what I want to see more is for the Pokemon who never got the time to shine to have their time to shine. I want to see Gibble having the time to shine, Glalie having the time to shine. I want to see Bayleaf. I want to see the Pokemon who never got that time to have the time to shine. 
Yeah, it's 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 like you were saying before about the pasta, and it's kind of like my taste with like movie remakes and everything. Instead of touching the stuff that's already been really well received, that's gone off without a hitch, let's touch upon this other stuff. Of like, I, I like Ghostbusters. In my opinion, you don't really, you didn't really need to mess with it. But like, if somebody told me, "Hey, they're coming out with like another Treasure Planet or something like that," I'd be like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm interested because that I feel like that movie did not get the proper respect it deserves in some areas." Mm, but not at all. Like, it's like, like for me, like hypothetically. I think May is a very well done character. I think people forget how good she, how well she was written. But if you were to tell me something along the lines of, oh, well, instead of May, they're bringing back some other underutilized character. I don't have a name off the top of my head. I'd be like, you know, I'm okay with it. I still miss May dearly. And I think she should come back at some point in her Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire outfit. And that Brendan would be along there with her, but like I'm okay with it. I can I can side with the idea that maybe we give some underrated characters some stuff to do. Yeah, I was speaking to a friend earlier today actually, um, because there's rumors about possibly another sort of Diamond and Pearl arc in Pokemon Journeys. Nothing com confirmed, just kind of rumors for now. Um, and I said about how I love Dawn, I love Cynthia. But give them time to rest. Let other people have the spotlight. I want to see Lucas. I want to see Barry. Characters that never got the full spotlight that they deserved. I'd I get am, more hope to see Lucas than Dawn at this point. I am, I am loving you so much right now. Because, <laughs> because Richard and I, we've talked early on in this creation's inception. like back, with, back when we just really did not know what we were doing with this channel. And now to where we don't completely know what we're doing with this channel. <laughs> oh, but we, we talked before. Like we've said... And in a in one way, we'd be super pumped to see game protagonists doing yeah. their own thing. On the other hand, though, we also said, how would it work? Would we go all the way back to Kanto to do red stuff? Because we've seen Origins. We've seen, like, Origins. Well, Origins is the main one. And we thought to ourselves, oh, it'd be really cool if they could continue that with these other characters. But they just decide no just 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 gen one it's it's cool they the audience doesn't want to see like gen three four etc etc and i'm we're, i'm like yeah we we, we kind of do but <laughs> we, do. we all would love that <laughs> yeah and, and it it doesn't just have to be the male characters like you you could bring in female characters we've never seen before which is why mm. i like the idea of marnie coming in and b being at rivals for ash because ash doesn't have a lot of female prominent female rivals throughout the series like i could maybe count on like one maybe two hands because i guess bianca does count despite the fact that black and white was kind of weird when it came to rivals although i do appreciate them doing different stuff but just just more, more females being like the primary focus that's why in my opinion mm. diamond ruby and sapphire diamond and pearl and x and y did so well ash mm. is still the main character but they get arguably more focused than he does it was it was a nice touch But I, I, I don't know. We, it's like we always say, we have all these ideas. We think they're great. And then they just decide, no, we'll just, we'll just change. We'll just mix it up. We'll just change it every time. We're like, great. Awesome. But, but I guess, I guess my thing is, okay. Question. Is Ash going to beat Leon? No, no, no. Okay. No, that is no. I, I, I feel like. And I apologize, Parker, for like because I, I really thought about this one a lot. I will say, I, I feel like what they're gonna do is they're going to have him do what 
you all think. It's going to get him all the way up to the um, battle against Leon. It's going to look like he's going to win. And, he, and then Leon's going to bring out his ace, the Charizard, and he's just going to wreck shop. And the, the reason I say they're going to do this is because Pokemon, and I realized this, I literally realized this watching, going back, I think I watched uh, Diamond and Pearl, I believe. Um, it was it was one that he had gotten to the finals and then lost. And That might have been X and Y. Thank you. And like, is my thing of like that's what they're gonna do because that's gonna continue to set up for Ash to continue to go on because of the fact that Pokemon they don't see Ash leaving anytime soon. We've established that. So having him not win is gonna continue his motivation to try and win because that helps his journey to be a Pokemon master or something. So you're saying so you're saying Ash Ketchum, part-time Pokemon trainer full-time mid carter okay that's <laughs> I, I don't necessarily the worst part is i don't necessarily disagree with you that but poking for like do you have a different answer or theory or reasoning anything i don't want him to win but i think he will win um you don't I, want him to win okay yeah for me um i've spoken to a few people about this and i'm happy i'm not the only one because i kind of thought i was for a while for me it ruins the world building set up when a 10-year-old who barely trains his Pokemon can like take on these top-tier champions who we've seen wrecking everyone. For me, if you had had X and Y Ash fight battling Diantha, I could have maybe seen how we could win that. But seeing the current Ash with Pokemon who we barely even see taking on Cynthia, I don't really want him to win that. I think he will, obviously, but I don't want him. Because when, when you think about it, Ash's... Wait, have you guys um, seen the third B battle? No, we haven't seen that one yet. To be fair, we've been spoiled on everything. And it's not that even necessarily true. I'm against the sub. It's just it's just a matter of convenience yeah. for the channel because I want to because we can't talk Pokemon every single week. Yeah. No yeah well, I, I won't go into um to. I won't go into specifics, but there's one Pokemon in that battle who one of Ash's Pokemon who was done so dirty, like sunder so dirty. And when I look at that and look at that Pokemon, I love the Pokemon, but I look at it and think how is this Pokemon in 50 episodes time going to be going up against Cynthia's Pokemon? It's just going to feel like it's going to break like the immersion of the world for me. It's not going to feel like it's deserved. It's going to feel more like plot armor to me. Yeah. And if Ash does win, like he becomes the number one trainer. I don't really know what you do next. And a, a lot of people have kind of said, a lot of people have said, oh, well, the obvious step is we show him, we show him like 20 years later. I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I don't come, I've talked about this before in my anime hot takes, I don't really know how aging a character works for me, because we've seen it with Goku, and I think it's gotten mixed results at some time, sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's not, we've seen it with Naruto, and a lot of people don't like older Naruto, but I, I think that's somewhat misinformed, I think there are good parts of them. I don't really know how I would write 30 or 25 year old, or however old Ash, I don't, I don't know how you write it. Obviously, there are people who are better at writing it than me, but me personally, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd say don't try to don't age him up ten or fifteen years. Just give him five. He's like what ten now, eleven? Did he have a birthday? Didn't didn't he have a birthday in canon? Nobody seems to uh, celebrate their birthdays in Pokemon. It's okay. It's, well, he didn't have a birthday in canon, so he's still ten. Give him five years. Make him be like fifteen at least. Let let if they if 
if we are like married to the idea of aging him up is what I'm saying. Like give him maybe five years and then let that five-year story be, this is what I've accomplished in those five years. After winning against Leon, I continued to defend my title. I actually raised my Pokemon like I'm supposed to do as a trainer. <laughs> I've continued to travel the world and have bonded with Pokemon near and far, but I'm still stupid as a bag of bricks, and I can't tell you a Trico isn't a water-type Pokemon. Oh, mm, mm, that that you, you had to bring up that one. Yes, I did. Quote. I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even oh, yeah. think you knew how I felt about that, but you just thought to yourself, you know, if I can just say this and get under Alex's skin, <laughs> my day is made. He says Trico. He says Trico. What do you mean is he a water type? Half of his name is a freaking tree. What are you talking about? Yeah, but my goodness, Ash, open your ears, please. Poke for Lex, you, you what are your thoughts on aging Ash? Whether it's five years, 20 years, 150 years, just anything. Yeah, so I've seen a lot of people toying around with the idea of aging him up by 20 years or whatever, and then Ash's son or daughter could go on a journey with his Pikachu. And I think as great as that sounds as a concept, I don't think it's ever going to happen because you have to think the anime works as like a, a promotional aid for the games. The games are all set, apart from Legends Arceus, the games are all set during a similar time period. If the anime jumps ahead 20 years, everything changes. The world building has to change. Every gym leader has to change. Every champion has to change. And they're not going to do that because they're trying to promote the video games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that that's I, I completely agree with you on that. Plus, and I, I was I wasn't gonna spend that much time talking about this, but it feels like the elephant in the room since we've brought up Ash's daughter potential daughter and son, we would also have to address so who's the mom? Or it would just be a case <laughs> of of much like Ash's case, we just never learned who his dad is. It could be a case <sighs> of and because I know a lot of people. Some people are like, oh well, I want Serena to be as well. I'm not, I'm not sure I know anybody personally who ships that. I don't, I don't think there's anybody here. No, nobody? Uh, yeah. I don't care enough about ships of anybody under the age of 20. It if you, like, if it, the it, character it, ain't 20, I don't want nothing to do with it. What if they're 21? <laughs> Fine, yeah. As long okay. as they're, as long as like twenty is my cutoff. Like if you're younger than twenty and you're in a show or anime, I don't care who you're getting shipped with. You are still a child. You are not mature enough for me to care about anything <laughs> you have to deal with romantically. Yeah. And period. I remember some. I'm not gonna say who, just just because I don't want people go potentially. Our fan base would never do that. But just going after this person because it's an opinion. They're allowed to have their opinions at school. But they've said. It, they don't necessarily want Ash to be. We don't want to see Ash's either wife or, but like potentially husband. It could go. I, either one is fine with me because they say, well, uh, there are a lot of different experiences, and if we want to avoid the fan base burning, burning the internet to the ground or something along those lines, that, that's she put it in a more poetic way, but still. Oh, but like, it would be better just to like keep it open. You, if you think he got with Dawn, fine. You think he got with Serena, fine. You think he got with Go, fine. You think he got with some sentient robot being? Weird, but cool. You, <laughs> you, you do you, buddy. Yeah, I'm kind. I'm kind of split on it. Um, I think I personally, I love to know what's going on with everything. 
Like, I want to know who Ash's dad is. I want to know who Ash's granddad is. I want to know where they are, why they're not here. So for me, if they ever do go forward and make Ash 30 years old or whatever, I personally do want to know who his wife or husband is. I want to know that. But I do also, I understand why some people want it to remain ambiguous. And I think for the sake of the fan base, I would be okay with it being ambiguous because I would not, I wouldn't want to ever have one cannon shipping because that would just tear the community apart. That would be absolute havoc. Yeah, especially, I guess, especially for me, just the idea of, like, there could also be a case of maybe Ash is just not one of those people. Like, I've said before, like, there are characters who are just like, look, I'm not really necessarily a romantic person. And I myself wouldn't consider myself to be that much of a romantic person. And it's led to, it's led to some hurtful comments from people. Well, but at the same time, I mean, at, the, at the same time, sometimes it's just like that. Sometimes it's like I've said with Joey and Mai from Yu-Gi-Oh! Obviously, in some sense, they might have feelings for each other, but a cool, a platonic relationship is, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it, I think a platonic relationship is beautiful. And that's probably the most hippie thing I'll ever say on this podcast. Um, yeah, it, it, this is definitely one of those topics that everybody has their own opinion. I mean, people who are the stereotypical Gen Warners will always champion Misty as that was like the first crush between them. Uh, I mean, there are people who will say, oh, but Ash was such a mentor to May and Dawn, and that could lead to a, a relationship. There's, I mean, Serena was Ash's first kiss, I think. I don't know. So there's no, a whole bunch. We, did, of- we didn't, we didn't technically see it. So who, who knows what happened? <laughs> you thought I, I was your first. I, I can't, I can't keep that joke up with a straight face. But it was me, Dio. <laughs> like I'm I, sorry, I, I had to. Of course, I, I don't want. I would be disappointed if you didn't. But I guess, I guess my thing is, we've talked about before all these characters we've seen. If we see Ash with his potential wife or husband, however, or would we people would be like, oh well, I want to see everybody else. I'm like, how would that work? Would they all just be living in the same neighborhood? Would they spit off series? Yeah, it, it's kind of what they did with Boruto. And like and like I said, that I did I didn't necessarily want that for Boruto, so I have to be consistent. Like I wouldn't necessarily know if I'd want that for Pokemon. Like like we've talked about it before, and I've I don't necessarily, like, like I've said, Ed, and if they're older, I don't really care that much, but I've said before, I'm not the biggest fan of Drew. I don't hate him anymore. I think it's similar to, like, I'm okay with your existence. I like you existing, but I want you existing away from me, and I mean that in the most respectful way possible. If you love Drew and he's your favorite, that is awesome. I respect that. I appreciate that. But I wouldn't want him and May to just show up with a kid and I'd be like, where did this come from? Why? Because we talked before, people just randomly ending up together and then time skip happens. Doesn't really work for us. Plus, a lot of people could be upset like, no, it's not my favorite character with May. It's not Ash or Harley for some reason. Or it's not (laughs) Brendan. Not that I care about that, but I just (laughs) want want to get out there for anybody. Not like I care, but... (laughs) I, 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 I like the idea that, like we've said, it can be open-ended. I like that idea. Yeah. Even if the manga is just completely on the ops in that regard. The <laughs> manga's like, you don't ship these characters? Well, you do now. <laughs> but 
regardless, Pokemon, like we've said, Pokemon Journeys is kind of weird. I, I don't think I've said there is an awful episode of Journeys, even though people have told me, just people always tell me, just wait, it's going to get so much worse. And I'm just like, that wasn't Please so bad. But I, but I, I don't, here's the thing. Hey, Journeys is kind of uneven. I think it's safe to say a lot of people agree with that. I definitely think there's more good than bad, but there is a lot missing. And I think the future of Pokemon is still interesting, but at the same time, I think Journeys, I think the ending of Journeys and what comes after Journeys is going to be a real test as to mm. what's this, what's going on with this series. Because a lot of people tell me, oh, well, the ratings have been going down. I'm like, yeah, but it's been on the air for 20 something years. Ratings are going to mm. go down regardless. And rate, right. just because the ratings are low doesn't mean quality is bad. Yeah, um, I think it's very easy to jump on Pokemon journeys and like nitpick every little thing and criticize every little thing. And I'm guilty of that at times as well. It's because the issues it has are quite blatant. Like they're very easy to see. But for me, even though I find issues with it and there's some, some things I have like that I'm not a fan of, I still love the series overall. I still think taking the anime in a completely new direction like journeys is could be the thing that makes the anime exciting again for me because for me i've always loved the anime i love every single series but the formula was getting a little bit stale for me personally Agreed. i'm glad it's kind of veering in its own direction and who knows where it's going to go at the end of journeys it could go somewhere even more crazy or even more special so i just think journeys has its issues but doesn't every series like i feel like every series has its issues yeah, and we, we have been talking about doing a best and worst of, like, oh, well, the best part of the Kanto series was this, but the wor the part we weren't crazy about was this. Mm. Yeah, so we've talked about doing that sort of video. I'm just kind of waiting on Richard to catch up with Black and White in the next 6 to 12 <laughs> years. <laughs> one day. One day I will. What, what, one day. And I, 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 I'm not going to, like, I like I joke about it, but there, but, like, Black and White's not my least favorite series, but there, but I do... Like I said, there's when it comes to series, in my opinion, there it's hard to find the best and worst of for each series. Because I don't just want to say, oh, well, the worst part of X and Y was Ash and Win, because I've been doing some research and I have my this is kind of something about X and Y that I didn't love, but that's another video for another day. Yeah, I think um, I mean, for me, I'm in the the small minority in the fan base where black and white is one of my absolute favorites. Um, it's my second favorite one. Um, but for me. A lot of people seem to forget that everything is subjective. Everybody has different tastes. Everybody has different things they look for. So I see a lot of the time people, especially on Twitter, I see a lot of people saying, how can you prefer black and white over X and Y when X and Y has all this like amazing writing, like amazing character development, like a big villain arc, but not everybody looks for that in a series. For me, the reason I love black and white so much <clears throat> is because it's just fun. It's a fun series that's fun to watch. Yeah. So for me, I love black and white for that reason. Yeah, and I, I guess the, the, the thing for me is people get kind of finicky about it for all the weirdest reasons. Like, I guess it's a little sneak peek. It's like, just I'm just going to come out and say it. Diamond and Pearl, in my opinion, is in my top three. But it's probably my, at my number three spot. Like, if I was to be completely honest, and it's once again, it's just my opinion... I think I preferred the Ruby and Sapphire series because just other other developments and everything. And people are like, why, like, why isn't it your number one? It should be just because it has 
like I'll say, well, the filler kind of drags for me. It's like it, it's not filler because this, this, this. I'm like, it's just my opinion. <laughs> if anything, your complaints are kind of dragging Diamond and Pearl down for me. But yeah. it's it, like I said, it's my top three. It, that's a good thing. If you're upset about opinions, then you should not be on the internet, in my opinion. No, yeah, a lot of people I've seen it, especially in this uh, community, a lot of people will see you say one thing and they'll take it in the complete opposite way. Um, I made a video at some point that was like me ranking all of Ash's ace Pokemon, like Greninja, Charizard, Infernape. Yeah. And I specified a hundred times in that video. I love all of them. They're all great. They're all awesome. And I ranked Greninja as number three, which I still think is a really good ranking considering there's like eight of them. And I'm not even kidding. Probably about 90% of the comments were, why do you hate Greninja? What what do you have wrong with Greninja? Why do you hate him? I don't hate Greninja. I think Greninja is awesome. It's just that I prefer Infernape. That is all there is to it. Yeah, I, I guess I guess the thing for me, is like especially because you talked about there's another Diamond and Pearl arc come, coming, and, and, and I've kind of been a, li- a little, I would say cr- critical on Twitter because there are times I'm like, another Diamond and Pearl arc? You know, look, yeah. I understand. The remakes are out. Legends Arceus is out. But I don't remember Hoenn getting nearly this much love in yeah. X and Y. It's like, Oh, we saw Steven. I'm like, okay, but like Ash compl- did not know who Steven was at the time. <laughs> I mean, he's just Sorry. like, oh, who's Steven? I'm like, Ash, you met him before, didn't you? For like one episode. <laughs> oh, one episode. Oh, never. I, I kind of get you there. I understand <laughs> that. But I, I don't know. I guess my thing is, like we said, there's good and bad to everything. There's a lot of good to journeys. There's a lot that's like not perfect. But just, I don't know. I guess my thing is people just need to learn their opinions. They're not. They're not hardcore facts or anything. Not at all. Yeah, and the, the hilarious thing is, I've talked to who I and I've talked to certain people about this. I've talked to some of the voice actors about this. Like, for, like I just like we just casually at there was a convention I was at, and Veronica Taylor was there. And before I go further, everything you've heard about her is true. She is a lovely human being. Being she she's she's amazing, but. A lot of people will, will ask her, like, oh, well, what do you think is next? And she just kind of has the same thing. She's like, I just think it's kind of going to keep doing what it's doing. And Ash, is te- Ash, she even made a joke saying Ash would not be a good boyfriend because he'd, he'd forget your birthday. He'd forget all this <laughs> other sorts of stuff. And I just said, well, he doesn't remember his own birthday. So <laughs> I'm not completely, that's not completely out of it. But like we like we said, there's good and bad to, to everything, especially in Pokemon series. But something different like side series like the pokemon war or mystery dungeon or more game characters that sort of thing oddly enough i looked up what the highest viewed video on the pokemon channel was just out of curiosity it's the omega ruby alpha sapphire animated trailer like with man brendan doing their own thing and the comments are blocked but I went yeah. to IGN to look for the same video, and everybody in the comments is just like, "Can we just get a series about them doing something?" I'm like, "I'd like that. I, I, I'd yeah. like that." But I'll have to stick to fan art for that, and that, that <laughs> it's a great, great substitute. But you know what I really want? Yeah, I think I'd, whenever Pokemon does anything outside, sort of outside the box, like when they made the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire trailer, when they made the Black Two and White Two animated trailer, whenever they do anything like that. It just gives you like an insight of what the anime could be if they weren't stuck with Ash. And I love Ash. I think he's a great protagonist, but I want other things too. I don't know if I'm greedy, but this is the biggest media franchise in the world. We can have more than one anime. Like We don't need to limit it to just one. 
Yeah, and then and then they're like, oh, we'll give you that. Oh, cool. Oh, like three minute segments, four yeah. minute segments, once every like two or three years. I'm like, yeah, you upload it to YouTube, and that's it. <laughs> oh, oh. That why, why, that why, why do they hurt us like this? I'm a good person 25% of the time. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But overall, I, I like like I said, I like journeys, but there are some there are some things that need to be fixed. Chloe like not existing, being backstage while they're filming, just put her more figure out what in the world a Pokemon Master is. They don't have to be explicit about it, but just some form of what Ash wants. Just that sort of thing. I it's a little bit of a complicated ask, but I wouldn't be asking it if I didn't think they could do it. Sucks. Do we have any other topics, anything else that you guys want to shout out or cry about? Just anything in particular? Justice for Gengar. Agreed. I believe in that. Agreed. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Twi- I'm sure Twitter would agree with you on that. But I haven't. We, I haven't seen the Marnie battle yet. So who knows? But <laughs> is, is it cool? So we can close this out. You're good to me. I don't have anything else to say. I don't think. Yeah, and, but like, but as always, thank you for joining us. I hope this is not the last time you are on this channel, my friend. Please, everybody, please give some <laughs> love to Poke Paperlax, one of the most talented, creative, and yet still one of a humble and kind of her person to talk to to work with just everything please get him to fifty thousand. get to, to hundred thousand. get him past the point where he's embarrassed to be seen with us where he's like i have over a million subscribers i don't need to work with you guys because he deserves to have a little bit of an ego but in all seriousness thank you so much for joining us this has been an absolute delight my friend yeah the, the pleasure is all mine and i i would never ever ever be embarrassed to work with anybody <laughs> like i'm not even kidding you won't believe how refreshing it was for you to approach me as a friend rather than someone who just wanted to get me on a video the amount of times people approach you just in like a just like hey do you want to be on this video but i feel like you actually made the time to talk to me and speak to me in my discord server and sort of become a friend to me before this so i feel like that kind of that changes everything because that actually makes me want to do it it makes me really want to do it Oh man, man, man you're, you're you're gonna make me tear up, buddy. I I <laughs> genuinely appreciate that. I'd love to have more people to hold to talk Pokemon with, if rather than just, like, because I do agree, it's nice to talk about people that you know, they're not gonna take your opinions the wrong way. You, you appreciate their opinions, and we're not. None of us are going to agree on everything. If anything, I'd find it a little weird if we all agreed on everything. <laughs> but it's just, it's refreshing. It's nice and. Like I said, you always have an open invitation on this podcast, but I can't speak for Richard, so maybe he has a different. <laughs> yeah, you're always welcome to join us whenever you, you feel like joining us for a good video. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And he- heck, I'd love to get Veronica Taylor on the podcast just to talk. And I, oh. the second I do, I'd be like, Invite yo, me. <laughs> yo, buddy, you got to get on for this. This like, but I'm bit no, not not excuse. You're you're getting on this interview with us, but just yeah, no. I've I've said for so long now, my dream would be to have Veronica Taylor in one of my videos. That would be my absolute dream. Like I feel like I'm I've made it when that happens. Yeah, so, like, she's... if that ever happens, I'm 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 at the doorstep. I am ready. Yeah, she's done an intro for us, and it's one of the best intros we have, but it's also one of the worst because you just get me and it acting like a total goofball. <laughs> like, oh my god, she's right here next to me. <laughs> I'll put it. Up, I'll put it up as the intro for this video, just just so everybody knows. But 
Ladies, gentlemen, and others, what did you think of our conversation? Do you love journeys? Do you not like journeys? How could they fix it? What do you, what, what are the best and worst parts of it? And what would you like the series to go for? Like a more serious tone, lighthearted, just anything. Obviously, be respectful to each other in the comments, and people generally are, so we don't have to worry about that. And, and does Ash need a kid? Do we need Ash's kids per se? Just anything along those lines. Hey, people are allowed to think whatever they want as long as they're cool about it. But I just would really love to know. But anything you guys want to say, hey, obviously check out Toons and Goons and his streams, aims of getting ink so close yet so far in Fortnite. Hey, check out Pokeflex for all of his amazing texting videos and some of his a some of his Pokemon AI videos, which I hope become a staple of your series because I really enjoyed the video you put up the other day. Hey, and just overall, just everything, because the because I love talking to all three of these guys. This this has been one of the most fun I've had in a while. Check out Richard's channel and other activities, which is um. Do you have anything, Richard, or is this just it? No, this is just about it. Ah, all right. <laughs> hey, but that's great. That's still cool though. But we appreciate it. We love you guys. Please take care. We'll see you next time. This has been Alex and Richard. Goons and goons. Okay, Phylax. And you've been listening to the Anime Egotists. Good night, and peace easy.